What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Mm -hmm. We are back now in Acts still, Acts chapter 13. And um, we're looking at, man... Barnabas and Paul being sent off and facing off with some evil sorcerer mm-hmm, facing off with some evil and then just more of this kind of process and journey of reconciliation um, with this gospel message and people in the church and what that looks like mm-hmm. and, and, and now these Gentiles that are hearing this message of truth yeah um, so let's let's go for it I I'll kick it off I um, in reading this I think the first paragraph and the last paragraph or maybe what stuck out to me most just from just reading it um, right offhand and so I'm going to start I'll read this is chapter 13 verses 2 and 3 so while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them so after they had fasted and prayed they placed their hands on them and sent them off um, I just love this picture of uh, of caring about people and then sending people and mm-hmm. how um, that really is this like this collective beautiful things they are worshiping together and Holy Spirit is not only speaking to the group collectively but then he must have been speaking to Par- Barnabas and Saul because it says the Bible says for the work to which I have called them and so there's this just this unique um, ability the Holy Spirit has to speak to our hearts as individuals and kind of that whisper, but then also as a collective group to corporately that we can discern together. And so uh, that stuck out to me. And then also in this passage too, I don't know how many of you um, have ever practiced the spiritual discipline of fasting, um, but I think that that's kind of something that's just it's outdated or maybe we do it you know the this one time that we tried it on like a retreat or something Lent. and um yeah. i know that um clark's been um so much better at practicing that more religiously i think with breastfeeding and pregnancy that's something that i'm kind of like okay i wonder what that could be but i just want to give you this idea that um it fasting definitely there's there's so many good things that can come out of it we i'm not going to unpack all of that but just um the idea that when we withhold something from our flesh so whether it's food or entertainment or whether there's some kind of um material thing that you're withholding from your flesh what it does and why we do that is because then it creates this space and it causes us to um it causes us to turn back to God in each one of those intimate moments where we're desiring that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe you're going to fast from social media or maybe you're going to fast from your TV or maybe you are going to fast from, from, um, food or something for a certain amount of time. Then every time, then when you have these grumbly tummy pains that you would normally eat, then that's when we use the opportunity when that would happen to turn us back to God and to point us back to him. And, and I would say that um, a lot of people going to get deterred because it, it sounds difficult or it's harder to do. And so just start in small doses, you know, maybe um, maybe just do food for like one meal or maybe do entertainment or social media or something for the an afternoon or something. Anyway, and just see how it causes your mind and your eyes to be lifted up to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's one reason too, while these people are, are hearing accurately is because there's yeah. no they're, other background. They're noise. creating space. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing I would add to the fasting mm-hmm. is that you 
it's really important you fast with a purpose For because sure. if you don't have, um, I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a grandma who's got cancer and you want to fast, and it's every time your belly rumbles, it's a reminder that you're going to intercede and pray for mm-hmm. your grandma right. or for reconciliation of the nation or the world or you name it. Um, but you have to fast with a purpose. Otherwise, you are going to be one angry, hungry person. <laughs> right. You're going to be hangry. <laughs> right. And uh, and that's something I've learned, too, is that I try to have somebody in mind or mm-hmm. some place in mm-hmm. mind or something the Lord's asking me to lean into and when I'm fasting with a purpose, that helps it be God-focused, God-oriented, His glory, not so much just, well, I'm ticked because mm-hmm. I haven't eaten in five hours mm-hmm. and whatever. So I think, like Bobby said, when you're worshiping and you're fasting, you can't help but be humbled because your body's literally getting weaker and weaker. You decrease, and you're asking God, please increase and please speak. Set yourself up to learn to listen. Right. And then that, um, that totally sets up Paul and Barnabas or yes, Saul right now and Mm -hmm. Barnabas, because then they, they need this spiritual fervor and this strength because they're going directly into this battle. It's about to get real. (laughs) Yeah. And so they have this face off with this, um, sorcerer and Clark and I just appreciated. So right now we're reading in chapter 13, verse 10, and we just appreciated how, um, when Saul encounters a sorcerer, it's just like, Hey, we're going to call a spade a spade and we're going to deal with you. <laughs> You're a child of the devil, buddy. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I'm not beating around the bush here. Mm-hmm. And they're just assertive. They're direct. Mm-hmm. They're speaking truth. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage us to explore that a little bit more for us today. Sometimes with evil, you get afraid. There's questions. Hollywood portrays it to be whatever. But mm-hmm. then there's many faces of evil. The music we listen that that's out there for us to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. stuff that's on TV. Uh, justice issues in our state, in our country, in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we pray about it and God, ultimately, Lord, I want to honor you, but I'm not going to shy back from this. And I'm not going to be afraid. Mm-hmm. We're going to call a spade a spade and try to walk in the light <laughs> right. and walk in truth. And it helps when you're, when you've, when you're prayed up, yep. like when you've been fasting, when you've been worshiping, when you've been communing and spending time with the Lord, when uh-huh. you, because then you walk into these things, remembering truth instead of just being consumed and overwhelmed by what's coming at you. Yeah. And so I think that's not a coincidence that before these, uh, before Barnabas and Saul are sent out to deal with this, that they're going, um, geared up. That they're going ready um, in the name of the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. And so what happens next is Paul, Saul preaches the gospel to them. He preaches basically the gospel from the story of Egypt and Exodus all the way up to the present time. Mm -hmm. What I love about it is the very end when he wraps it up in verse 39. He says, through him, which is Jesus, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. A justification you are not able to attain under the law of Moses. Basically, he's saying... When you believe Jesus Christ died and resurrected, Mm -hmm. is coming again, you are forgiven for everything. And following the Old Testament rules, Mm -hmm. which which are important and still Mm -hmm. contribute to our behavior, how we're supposed to view God and view others, but it's out of the relationship with Jesus that you experience his forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I love that they included the word every. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're honest with yourself, if I'm being honest, they're like, yeah, God, I get you died for me. I lied, you know, last week or I stole cousin Freddie's cookies in second grade. I get that. (laughs) I can be forgiven for that. But Mm -hmm. 
But deep down, we have all thought, said, Mm -hmm. and done things Mm -hmm. that have brought shame that we're like, what was I thinking? And and deep down, the lie is that I don't know if I can even forgive myself. Or I get God forgives me for these sins up here, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if he can forgive me for that. Mm -hmm. And I like that they included the word every. You're forgiven for every sin and you're set free Mm -hmm. from it because you're not built to carry that. Mm -hmm. So one encouragement might be to sit down today, go through a time of repentance, confession, and lay it all on the line. Mm -hmm. Say, God, given you it all. I want to believe, I want to trust that I'm forgiven for this. And you start reciting truth to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's good. And then he's talking to the Gentiles. I love in verse 48. It says, when the Gentiles heard this, that they could be set free, they could follow Jesus, mm-hmm. they were glad and honored the word of the Lord that came to them. <laughs> yeah. And all it's who for were appointed too. for eternal life believed. Mm-hmm. Like, you mean this is true for me? Right. This is awesome. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. And it's a joy. Right. One of the things that, just as you were talking, that kind of popped into my head is I think sometimes this is hard for us, even even if we're, you know, because Clark said the reality is that we 99% of America is Gentiles. Yeah. <laughs> so like we get this message because of this truth too. Because mm-hmm. we don't have a Jewish background. Nope. Um, Not anyway. that I know of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not that we know of. Um, but yes, yeah, sometimes this is hard for us even to believe. So we're, you know, just astonished too. Like, like Clark was saying, like everything. And um, I just want to encourage you. I've heard it said before like this, that sometimes to get into a mess, it's been a, a process and a journey. And so give yourself grace because sometimes healing and kind of quote, getting out of the mess is a process and a journey too. Yeah. And so, so many people will say, you know, I read this and, and I know the truth that I read that, you know, because of the cross, I'm forgiven for everything. But then, and I feel good that day. And then the next day, I wake up and I still am heavy hearted and I'm still sad or mad or frustrated about a thing. And and to that, we just say, that's, you're right where you should be. You're a human. And that's why God sent Holy Spirit to empower us. And then to ask again today and say, okay, Lord, help me. I know that I'm forgiven. I believe the word that's true. And then live into that for that day. Because the Bible also says that we have new mercies Mm -hmm. that in Lamentations that we wake up and God gives us new mercies that we get to lean into. And so that's not... um, that's not something that is, um, you know, you're not weak. There's nothing wrong with you in that. But we just want to encourage you again, like Clark said, that um, that it is everything that's been forgiven on the cross. Yeah. So take that truth with you. I pray that this is encouraging and uplifting. As Bobby and I have said in past podcasts, when you listen to this, it'd be a huge encouragement for you to share online um, you're reading, writing, yeah. praying, and sharing. What's God giving you? Mm-hmm. What's sticking out to you? Because you have great insight that will bless so many other people. So continue to read it, write it, pray it, share it. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch up with you later this week. God bless you guys. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.